previously on Coupled with Chaos, Real Housewives. Since we're going to talk about his manipulation tactics next week, I'll save it for then. I'm going to roll right into Inside Scoop. Maybe we'll hit Pajama Gate is what I'm calling it. (laughs) Pajama Gate. So Teresa's statement is this. So this is what Louis said. I wrote it down. I've lived with your four nieces. I wear your father's pajamas at night to make them feel safe and loving. Do you know that? So it went literally the minute he said it, the minute it was on the show, it exploded. She comes out and says, this is what Teresa says. Look, those were brand new pajamas that my father never used. I just think it came out the wrong way. They weren't actually worn by my dad. Then what's the point? Well, that's. I think that's the other thing, really. Then why does Louis say it? Yeah, because he's saying that he's doing it to comfort them. I'm Steve. And I'm Kelly. And this is Coupled with Chaos. Real Housewives Ultimate Girl Trip 3. They dropped three episodes on us all at once. We're in Thailand. They put an expletive in there that we're just not going to (laughs) say. The elephant's in the room. And don't rock the boat. You were quite excited about these three episodes. Yes, it was very good. We are going to, this is an episode or a show that will be, for us, subscription only. We are giving this free preview out so you know what is coming. We do pretty much our Real Housewives stuff is exclusively um, by subscription only. That seems to be the things that have, the way things have worked out. You were really excited about the show yeah it was great um i guess ultimately your ten thousand foot view of these first three episodes are um good mix of people um loved uh having someone namely portia against candace that made me very happy (laughs) love that i am now team portia Can't say that I necessarily was Team Portia before, but now I kind of like her. <laughs> Just because she's giving it to Candace. Yes. Here's what I I mean for me, because there's all three episodes all at once. I this was the shadiest thing I I think that I have seen. She, Candace gave out those um, the names. Yes, that you, was me. So do you notice now? Let's notice the racial makeup of this group. Yes. Right. Uh-huh. We have some hispanic from miami yeah we have lily white and then we have candace uh-huh. right candace only gave negative names yes to the other two african-american women yep in the group yeah all all of the non-african-american women she gave um Names that were somewhat, at least flattering or neutral. Uh-huh. But right. she came after. Yep. I think she feels threatened. That's pretty crappy. In, it is. in general, if we go back to where she was during the the um, reunion, right? And that whole conversation that they had. And then for her right. to come after these two in the middle of all this, yeah. I thought it was just crappy on her. I yep. didn't realize it at first. Mm-hmm. But after... A few minutes, I went, you know what? Look at who she's attacking. Mm -hmm. Look at who she's being shady against. Coming after them. If anything, you think that... There'd be a sisterhood. No. I'm surprised Candace and Giselle are on this trip together. Uh Uh-huh. 
aren't you? Yeah. Well, I mean, if they wanted sparks to fly, that was one way to make sure that was going to happen. Right. Yeah, but they seem to be at a at the beginning. They seem to be at a decent place, right? Well, didn't everybody? And then it started to turn south. But these two, you know how bad it was. You know how bad Candace was to Giselle during their reunion. Oh, the yeah, nasty, yeah. nasty things. Yep. And her and Chris were just were vicious against her. Yep. And now her and Chris are fighting, apparently. Yeah. What did you make of that? Worst fights of their marriage. She said. Said talking divorce. Yeah, so if we – let's go back to this. You know, they're trying IVF, but they don't have any kids at this point. No. It, for us, maybe we wouldn't understand the perspective of couples who don't have kids. I guess that's not where we come from. Mm-hmm. Maybe we're well, not – I mean, we were five years without kids. I mean, we know what it is to be married and How long do you think – I don't know, and I feel bad because I don't know everything. But how long do we think Candace and Chris have been together? Is it around that time? Well, Longer? I remember when they got married. So it's longer. They got married on the show. So it's probably five years or so, right? Yeah, something like so that. So this has probably been where we were. I don't remember any, this probably sounds bad, but any fight that we had. No. It, it could have been that long ago. I mean, let's yeah. put it Let's put it in perspective. <laughs> uh, there's a lot we don't remember. Yeah, but we really didn't. I mean, we really still don't, <laughs> you know? Right. Well, even at that point. Because I guess for that, what do you argue about? Money? If you don't have kids? Well, what they're fighting about is work schedules. Mm. Not having quality time together. Not timing things so they're together more. We were always on a similar schedule within reason. Right. But, I mean, we... You know, had things that took us away from each other, too. Like, both of us had night school. Oh, I forgot all about that. Yeah, we both took night classes, so we were apart, you know, then. But, I mean, whatever time we did have free, we planned to be together. I almost, it's, I was talking to somebody about, like, when you have kids at first, and you really just don't realize how much time that you just waste doing nothing. Mm-hmm, right. And that, that time ends. Right. It's over at yeah, that period. Yeah, there's no free time anymore. So the day would have such a big fight about this. Yeah. Seems odd. Yeah, it seems It seems like the intensity level is turned up too high for what it is. Right, because it could just be a time period. Right. Could just... I mean, you, you have, what, seasons of life. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you work more than other times. I remember times you worked out of state. Mm. You know, I mean, sometimes you're just left alone. And actually, it's probably worse being left alone with a kid because you don't have any help or relief or anybody to talk to when you're feeling stressed out. I remember when I used to work in Richmond for like a week at a time. And sometimes you would be a bit cranky when I would get back because you'd been alone. We mm-hmm. didn't have kids. And you wanted my attention and I just wanted to chill. Mm-hmm. Like I needed some decompression time. I've been traveling. I wasn't like I've rubbing up on you or nothing. No, oh, no, not that nothing kind of like attention. that. No, no just I remember you did get a little upset a few times. It was a long time ago. For you to remember that now, yeah, uh, this is something that. maybe we need to get a little deeper into. <laughs> If you're resenting that, that's 25 no, years I ago. You, I remember you maybe being even longer. like, uh, maybe wanting some attention. And I was just looking to kind of decompress from being gone all week and just the traveling and all that. So maybe that's what 
they're feeling. They're needing time not together when they get back from they're working away because they work away too. Chris seems to work at night and yeah. Candace said she's not a morning person. So I can't imagine Chris is a morning person if he works all night either. Yeah. But she was quite disturbed by them not being in a good place. That was the, I think the biggest yeah. revelation of all of this was that they're in trouble. Yeah. She was almost at periods distracted from her battles with other people because she had this underlying upset tension yeah with chris this was a surprise i we didn't i didn't see this coming yeah and i was surprised she spilled it to anybody although because she tries to you know come off like they're just such a united front and actually they're not they fight a lot we've seen them fight a lot i think we thought collectively that they protested a bit too much yes. about this issue. Right. That something bigger was happening. It seemed like it. And maybe because they weren't in a good place, it just made this even bigger. Uh-huh. So. Could be. I thought that Giselle. I, I didn't like her description to everybody of what Giselle did. Well, Giselle you're right. Giselle never said that he was trying to be inappropriate. Mm-hmm. She never said that, never hinted at it, never left anything dangling that made it seem like. She only said that the circumstances of being alone in a room with the door closed made her feel uncomfortable. And that is a reasonable thing. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't mean he did anything. Or tried. It doesn't imply that he did anything or had any intention to do anything. Just that the circumstances were uncomfortable for her. I got that. I understood what she was saying. Candace has taken that completely differently. Mm. And, and you saw. And perhaps he did also. You saw the women get on Giselle pretty quickly. Uh-huh. And Giselle kind of backed off quite a bit. Yeah, it was just kind of tough. Well, and it was t- it was yeah. Leah, right? Leah's the one who kind of went left on that. Uh-huh, right. And maybe because I have been in that circumstance, I know that feeling. Mm. Maybe I I got what she was saying faster maybe than the rest of them who maybe haven't been in that situation. I would assume as a woman, I mean, we kind of get a good feeling about character of people just when you're around them. Maybe you could just feel a bit something your spider senses are tingling a little Uh bit said you know what i just this is not a great situation right i mean it's like matt from hoarders we're we're one or two decisions away from something inappropriate or other people saying something inappropriate i think what assuming the two of them leaving say they leave the the room together at the same time right and what does that look like right exactly Right. It's like the neighbor story I told you before. Mm. What if we walked out at the same time yeah, and exactly. the wife's car isn't there? Like, where do the neighbors think? Sure. Right. Exactly. And you cannot care. You have to think about those mm. things. If you're a person of character who knows that your image you're portraying to others is just as important as the facts of the situation. And, and in the real housewife world. 
where there are people all over you all the time. Uh-huh. I think it was – I don't even remember if it was this show. They talked about the husbands. I think they did talk about the husbands for a bit. And uh-huh. you, your husbands can't go around sneaking around because the world is watching Right. Them. Exactly. You know, it's like Juan. You can't go to the laundromat. Not that you, I think, should be going to a laundromat with another woman. That seems <laughs> odd to that me. seems odd. But if you do that, know that there are people with cameras all over the place. Right. This isn't the 1970s. And everybody knows your story and your business. And they're watching. And they're ready to tell it. There's Juan. Oh, I mean, it was somebody, it was a Facebook group. They said, I, you know, I was in Michigan and saw Darcy and Stacy there. You know, you can't be anywhere. Those people can't be anywhere anymore. Mm-hmm. And be unnoticed. Yeah, it turns out they were visiting, like, a, there's a wedding designer out of Michigan, the one that Stacy's using. Mm-hmm. She's actually based out of, like, Dearborn, Michigan. Gotcha. Albanian dress designer. I mean, it's that kind of stuff. So you go everywhere and you're seen. Mm-hmm. You know, what What are they doing in Michigan? They went, this trip is, I have to think, they went to the place um, David and Annie went to. In right, their, Phuket. Yeah, so that yeah. was pretty cool. And, you know, you saw this place and all we could think of, and I did right away, is the people who were in Girls Trip 2 have got to be so mad. Because they had to go to Dorinda's house. Yeah. That's funny. And stay in Dorinda's creepy, weird rooms. Uh-huh. This is what they get. They go, why couldn't I have gone? People are going to hold out now. <laughs> You're going to end up having to go to some somebody's, you know, you go to some resort in Salt Lake or you end up going to Thailand. Yeah. I don't know that it matters so much, but this place is massive that they yeah, go to. Yeah, and it's gorgeous. 2,600 square feet, almost 2,700 square feet. The views. Mm. Except Amazing. for Leah's Except view. Except for Leah. I said, poor Leah. She got stuck with Dorinda's fish room, right? The equivalent. Yep. <laughs> staring at a wall in the basement, you know. I'm sure she's going to get along with Pepsi just fine. Yeah. I think the two of them are going to be fine. Yeah. But I think Leah's possibly an unlikable person. Yeah, Don't, I, isn't there something about I something? I got um, kind of a different impression of her in these episodes. You saw her being difficult on on New York, and we could maybe write that off to her being younger than the others, uh-huh. and her being more open about stuff than others, and 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 Ramona, you know, just shutting her down, and maybe you thought Leah was just trying to be. You know, provocative in some way. Yeah, I but, don't know. But here, it was different. Something is different. Something's going on with her. You know, she said that she has really bad PMS and that it's her PMS time. She said that she only has one good week a month where she doesn't feel affected by her mm. hormones. I mean, that can be a real thing for people. Mm. Some people suffer from it more than others. And I did kind of observe her. At the time, she was getting her cycle on the boat, and she was especially kind of crabby, cranky, moody, kind of like what we see in our daughter. Mm. And I thought to myself, you know, there's there's something to that. This odd mood that she's in probably is hormone-related, mm. you know, because if you think about that, what we've observed in somebody who has real swing cycles like that. It's kind of similar mm. if you think about it. I couldn't imagine going it's through like that. She's, it's like she's not herself. Mm. And being on a boat 
and that is coming, how uncomfortable you would have right. to be. Right. And she didn't have any tampons. Yeah, I'm just, <laughs> That's I don't just know. uncomfortable. This, this whole conversation makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> uh, I mean, I get it. I, I feel it too. I mean, I said to you this week, I've just kind of had the revelation. I am now in perimenopause. I'm 51 and all of a sudden I'm having all these physical symptoms and I feel irritable and I feel I'm not sleeping well and that's making me irritable. I have headaches all the time. I physically don't feel right. I felt off like I'm getting sick or something my joints are inflamed i'm just off mm. and then i googled all my symptoms and it turns out it's a, the list oh. so i'm like oh okay well that explains a lot of stuff going on with me right now and so i kind of get that i guess uh you know i see where you can be just really affected by those fluctuations in your hormones. So, I mean, I really think that probably is what her issue is, but she does seem like she's not herself right now. Mm. And I, and I don't want to hold it against her. Like my impression of her as a person, because usually she's pretty easygoing, kind of funny and fun, but it could be also that she's not drinking anymore. Mm. You know, well, that was a big issue. Yep. Well, so, that kind of brings Heather into the mix. Mm-hmm. I couldn't believe she said that. Oh. Do you think she's trying to be funny, a fangirl? She's just in the middle? Or do you think, is she just oblivious to all things that are, I, I don't know, good and right? You know, I kind of I kind of have to agree with Whitney. Whitney and what she said that, Maybe the fame has gone to her head. I mean, you and I said all season that Heather was a different person than she was last season. Well, even in season one, I think you've kind of seen it grow from one to three. And and you could see her even in this show saying, I can't believe I'm here with the queens. You know, I'm here with Real Housewife right, royalty. Exactly. Who am I? Right. So I almost feel like she's trying too hard to... I don't know, fit in with this these legendary people from the shows that have been that, around a long time, like Portia. Is that leave then Whitney behind? Is that kind of what like Whitney was saying? I'm just I'm her past. I'm yeah. I'm below her. Right. And her target is much higher. Yes. Yeah, you know, it's kinda of like Candace trying to climb the ladder, you know, mm. or or who else? Uh the classic example, um, I always forget her name. The blonde, not very attractive chick with the weird red-headed husband, the French-speaking kids from New York. Yeah. Um, it doesn't matter. I can't remember her name. Yeah. But, but yeah, her. I mean, she was obviously trying to social climb, and mm-hmm. him too. You know, they were wannabes and Reaching. trying to rub elbows with well, the right people and be in the right places. You see it in Atlanta, yeah. right? I mean, that was always the issue with Atlanta. And, you know, who's going to be Candace's friend mm-hmm. or, uh, or Candy's friend? Mm-hmm. You know, who's going to be that? Well, she's got all these people. I'm going to be friends with, right, with right. Yeah, we Kenya, right? Kenya's mm-hmm. got all these followers and you kind of see it here, you know, that, that, that um, Heather is trying to do that. To just be bigger. I think right. Heather's in a great place right now. As far as her business goes, she's probably really in a good position uh-huh. for to be a housewife, to be in that part of the country and to have to do what she does. Probably housewives helps her tremendously. I thought that conversation that they all had, that frank conversation about the benefits of being a housewife mm-hmm. to their 
business. That was Porsche. Was a real conversation, and I, I was almost surprised to hear them talk about it. Like well, that, even Bravo would want them to have that conversation out loud. But I thought it I, was really interesting and very real. Sure. I mean, it's Porsche was really laying it out for you. Don't bite. Yes. Don't bite the hand. Maybe Bravo wanted them to have that conversation because of all the people that have left recently who have then said negative things about Bravo and about Mm. the franchise. And, you know, there's been some negative press from people who have left. Same thing with like 90 Day Fiance. Well, that's bigger, right? Once they Be- separate. One, the money level at 90 Day versus Housewife is just on a different level. Right. I obviously. think the people are less career savvy with 90 Day and Real Housewife. Well, sure. You're their dealing with their poor. career is moving on to OnlyFans. <laughs> right. I mean, that's the level, right? right? That's love after exactly. lockup. That's that kind of thing that you're coming after. It's just a different... Um, um, place in life that uh-huh. these people are at. Um, most of your housewives, obviously, are already wealthy when they right, start. Exactly. M- most of them. Right. I mean, Heather probably would be at the bottom, mm-hmm. and she is still probably at a better place financially than almost any 90 day person that has ever been on the show. Mm-hmm. So they're trying to go from middle class, would be the maybe even upper middle classes where Heather would have been, to that next level. And, and and so 90 day, you're not even there yet. Well, a perfect example of that and what the franchise can do for you is look at the rise of Skinny Girl. Sure. I mean, Bethany started at the beginning of the seasons Bethany, giving out food samples in a grocery store. Probably one of the poor uh, yes. Real Housewives that ever started on the yes. show. Yes. I mean – Le- legitimately a sample giver in the grocery store mm. and trying to struggle to be like a celebrity chef. She caught a break. She did. And then she came up with Skinny Girl and she really marketed it hard on the show and took advantage of the opportunity of being in the spotlight. Sold it. Sold it to a big name alcohol company. And, you know, she's sitting you still think high of on the her now. with the brand. Right. And exactly. she has nothing to do with it nope. anymore. Off to your next thing. Well, you know, they know this. Right. So what do you got to do? I, I do think of the – like She's the, a smart businesswoman. The Salt Lake women, Heather's in the best place. Probably. To, to, to make money off the franchise. Right. I don't think like uh, they try this wine and yeah. Lisa Barlow with her Vita tequila. You know, that's still a tequila brand. It's still not like a skinny girl thing. You're still right. talking tequila, right? Right. But it's it's just at a different level, mm-hmm. and and Portia was really wide on the. I don't know what even else Portia has going on, you know. Yeah, she was talking about her businesses. I'm not sure what they are. But who knows what else she's got going on? Um, who was they went after? So I mean, it was Candace who went after her about, you know, they talked about stealing their, their names, right? Yeah, that was. You know, you saw her get her. Portia get riled up a little bit right there. Mm-hmm. She told the story, and we don't know the timeline quite well. We know that this is the narrative that she wants the timeline to be, uh-huh. and it matches every story that's out there publicly, right? Right. But you hear Candace talking about the streets, and the uh-huh. streets say something different. So I think that uh, – I just think that was a big deal. Heather and, and Whitney – this still seems like a problem. I don't think they've really gotten over it. Whitney just strikes me as, I don't know, believable. 
right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I I don't know. It's it sounds bad if I say I think she's simple, <laughs> but I mean, you know what I mean by yeah. that, right? Mm-hmm. I don't think that I, I'm not sure Whitney's great at like Portia would be about Portia can concoct a story, see it three years down the road, and ride it out. Uh-huh. Whitney doesn't seem like somebody who could. You know, go with a plan for a month. Mm -hmm. She just doesn't seem to have, and it's probably not fair to her. But and maybe it's the hair and the voice and all of that. Stereotypical, yeah. (laughs) Probably got to take some heat over that. But But look, she called Heather out perfectly. You know, Heather said that about wanting to see Leah drinking. Yeah. And then Whitney says, "Watch what happens." She's going to say she didn't remember saying that. And that's the next thing out of her mouth. Wow. And what about Leah saying, you know what? Whitney told me you would say that's that. That's exactly what she said you would say. Wow. And then the look on Heather's face. Oh, crap. I'm busted. You think she realizes that that's what she does? Or if it's uh, just a unconscious reaction to an uncomfortable situation? No. You know, I thought maybe she wasn't really actually remembering stuff. But this, after that, you don't forget that this. conflict about what was said about Lisa or not said in her presence and blah, blah, blah. But she just said that. I mean, come on. I think she didn't read her book is what I think. I think Heather didn't read Leah's book, said she did to make it seem like. And then that actually made her look worse. It made it look even worse. She's scrambling. And then that is it's just how I strike it. Or she did read it because she's so thirsty. And then the black eye, <laughs> right? The black eye comes up again and yeah. defending Jen over Whitney. And it just yeah. doesn't make any sense how you ride with Jen. Yeah, it does. Versus. Unless Jen's got info on her. I don't think it matters anymore. I've got, we're going to have inside scoop on Jen this week. Already stuff has broken oh, since boy. we did our inside scoop days ago. Wow. So there'll be more of that. Um. The Miami girls seem out of place here, right? Yes. Don't they? Yes, they do. Maybe like, I don't know, maybe like Heather and Whitney, but different. You know? I'm not sure I get a feel for why the Miami girls are different. Um, Marisol, I don't she, know how to say She comes at, across to me as a serious alcoholic. You haven't seen as many of the Miami episodes as I do, but it's like a running joke in the show. Every side interview she does, you know, it's a there's a drink involved. And so I think it's a part of who she is. Uh-huh. But they kind of call her out on that. Now, I'm not – I don't know enough to know that your stomach would burn because you didn't have alcohol. And it used to, I would seem to think it would be the opposite, but – well, I don't know. It, Who are we? It, maybe it's a, some kind of withdrawal. Yeah, it's possible. Well, you know, one of the producers said to her, or she said to one of the producers, um, well, you know, I don't say it's alcohol. You know, I have a drink. Because he said, have you had any drinks today? She said, a few. And she goes, don't say it's alcohol because you know I have drinks morning, noon, and night all day, every day. And he goes, oh, I know. <laughs> and I was like, wow, okay. Not sure I want somebody to be able to say yeah, that about ma- me. She was accusing them. They're, I'm going to make my own drinks. Yeah, they're so, not good enough. Right. So I'm, maybe they're just own. not. Maybe they're not strong enough. Yeah, apparently. Alexia's issue really is, you know, as a couple, we kind of have. If we meet people, we kind of have some go-to stories. I think sometimes we notice ourselves slipping into. 
podcasters when we meet people for the first time. Uh-huh. We've told the story of how we met, uh, that kind of thing. We're, we're, it's probably a good story for us. It's uh-huh. an entertaining story. Alexia has got you know the story of yeah. her husband passing. Yeah. And you see Leah, she's telling it over and over and over again. But if anybody who's seen the show, we we know this. Right. We know the story of her husband. And and she's told it at least two times already on this trip. And yeah. this, I think, was the third. Because mm-hmm. to- they showed her show- telling it on the plane in front of Leah, telling it on in one of the, the buses or yep. whatever vehicles, and then now telling it again at dinner. That's three times, and this is what, day two? Yeah. So that's it, why Leah said, I'm bored. Like, how many times are you going to tell the same story? It's not a fun story. No. It's not. It's kind of a, a sad story, uh-huh. really. So for her to tell it, and it's almost like her identity Yeah, is it this. does seem to be. And, you know, you go back and forth, and she's just had a bit of a tough few years. Uh-huh. So it's just not... Um, it's just not, you know, it's not fun, I guess. Uh-huh. And if you're trying to be fun, then I guess this is uh, this is tough. I don't know. So you said the fun part of this was Portia and Candace. Yeah, and I think definitely. this is kind of where you where you really got your joy. Uh huh. Because Portia's not putting up with Candace's no, crap. No. And she, I mean, you can see Candace try. Yeah, she's never gone toe to toe with somebody like Portia, Portia. Said something like, "I'm from Atlanta." This she said something about this being childish shade. This uh-huh, isn't even right. real shade. You don't right. even know what shade is. Right. Join these Atlanta girls. Yeah, that's nothing. Get a taste of what they can do. She took a man and she need a man. Uh, <laughs> that was funny. That was great. And this will be fun. I think for us, it's you see some of these when they break into these real conversations. Uh-huh. It's what we kind of see. You don't see in the show. It was Portia's right. discussion about postpartum depression yes, and a producer really coming and helping her. Yes, joy. And how the show probably helped her get through it. Yes, that was. We're something. just gonna, you know, we're just gonna make it through yeah. this. Just, you know, you don't have to say anything. Just. Live Just, your reality, and we'll be there to tell your story. Yeah, so that was good. Giselle and Candace really seem to get along well. Yes. Those side interviews with the two of them, I thought were really good. And that's, I think, what you want to see is is see some of these cross, I guess, this... Um, Not Giselle and Candace. That's what you said. I meant Giselle. I meant Giselle and Portia. Yes. And I really think Giselle and Portia would do a better show than like Giselle and Robin. Oh, Definitely. So, but they'd be throwing rockets at each other. Yeah, <laughs> Candace is. Of course, we couldn't have. Maybe the only reason she went on the show is because she was going to do her loofah dance or whatever that <laughs> right. was, promoting her song yeah. one more time. Just let's not be. Is done. this like the only song she has? This is all we ever hear her sing. Yeah, this is it. I think, and, and she was lip syncing it. That was probably well. I noticed some heavy auto tune in all of that. Uh-huh. Was she lip syncing? I didn't notice. Yeah, well, they talked about it. Oh, did they? One of the girls said, and she's just lip syncing. I think it was, she was singing along to the mic because there was no music, obviously. So there would have been a track in the background. I loved it. They all just got on her outfit. Well, it kept cutting out. And they oh, said, yeah. well, you got to hand it to her. She just kept going. Mm. Looked like something you take in the shower and rub on your body, is what they said. <laughs> you know, they were going to throw shade on the outfit. That was a horrible outfit. It was horrible. So. We are going to talk about the rest of this season. Um, we were thinking we're probably going to be a 10-episode 
um, Ultimate Girls Trip is probably what this is going to be. We're going to cover it. We'll probably cover it along with our other housewife stuff. I'm not sure when that will fall. Um, or we may just put it out as solo episodes. I don't know, but it will be subscription only. This is kind of an advance of what we what we do behind the wall. We are going to – we'll cover New, we cover New Jersey back there too, and we do a weekly Real Housewives inside scoop of rumor, innuendo, half-truths, and sometimes maybe even completely not true. <laughs> but it's an interesting story. But we do qualify that with um, what we think is true and not. So listen to the rest of those episodes they come out weekly we probably put out about seven or eight shows total a week i've lost count the episode this is what we're covering now this is just total free and and, um subscription this is what we cover 90 day the other way season four return to amish season seven New Jersey season 13. We have Girls Trip 3. We do Darcy and Stacy. Um, season, where are we at? Season, I even forget, 4, I think, of Darcy and Stacy. Life After Lockup we're doing. I would tell you what season that was. Except nobody knows. Nobody knows. So that's it. <laughs> and we're eyeballing. There's so much stuff we're eyeballing looking up. Um, you, me, and my ex seeking brother husbands. We're not sure what how that's going to play out. We'll see how real this stuff is before we cover it. Yeah, I'm we're thinking we're thinking love after lockup and life after lockup is the line of like real and fake drama that we can kind of suspend. Right there's the line. We kind of put it there. So so much stuff to to watch and you watch. There's stuff we watch and not cover because there's only so much time. Because we got hockey tonight. We do. And this will probably come out way after that. So more stuff to record. Stick around. Thank you for listening. You can listen to additional episodes. By subscribing to our Coupled with Chaos channel on Apple. By subscribing to our Patreon. Or by subscribing to our Supercast. For $3.99 a month. Where you can hear us talk about reality shows. Real life and more on our podcast. Covering shows airing on TLC, A&E, Bravo, and the WE Network. Just follow the instructions in the show notes. Tell your friends about this podcast. And rate and review us on your favorite podcast player. Follow us at Coupled with Chaos on all the socials or contact us directly by email at coupledwithchaos at gmail.com.